0: All right, dude, all set up. We got to record. Have you looked at the Bitcoin price recently?
1: I don't know, dude. I'm just popping my computer open right now. Has something been going on?
0: I don't know. Hold on. Let me, let me check it out, actually. Let me... Hold on. Wait. A, oh, my God. Are we about to break 35K? Holy
1: shit! <laughs> Are you telling me in the span of one day we've gone up about 4,000? 5,000?
0: Dude, tell me why three or four days ago. I just... I think we actually need to clarify. We're recording this episode on October 23rd, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs>
1: We have nothing else to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I just, yeah, we've been watching the price rocket up from 30 earlier today, and I think it's going to break into 35. And I think you're right. We're not taking credit for it, right? I mean, this is our 100th episode, and it's a big deal, and we are stacking sets. So we did contribute to this pump, but is it happening because of us? We're not that arrogant to say something like that. But we're also not going to rule that out. Absolutely not. It's a possibility. We're at 34.8. This is going to 35, man. This is insane.
1: Dude, is anything else pumping? Is it like gold and stuff like that pumping right now?
0: That is a good question
1: it would be just like bitcoin for absolutely nothing to be pumping.
0: <laughs> well, here's the deal. Stocks are down today. Like S&P 500's down. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I guess I mean it's cool. a little bit of a pump, but nothing like this. Nasdaq is up. Well, this pump started after the markets closed, too. Yeah. So, I guess we'll see tomorrow what the markets look like. But here's the deal. We've I mean, the past few days bitcoin's broken its correlation with stocks. It's gone opposite because stocks have been tanking and Bitcoin went from 26 to 30K and now it's gone from 30 to 34.
1: It's gone up. I'm seeing twenty three percent in the past seven days. That's insane.
0: It's insane. But it I, also I doesn't think...
1: feel like anything. Like it doesn't. It doesn't feel like anything really. I mean, it feels good, but it's not surprising in the least bit.
0: Well, the bull is here. Th- Thirty four nine. Thirty four nine, dude.
1: You I think have a problem. Is... I got to
0: stop clicking refresh.
1: <laughs> you think this is it? This is the start of the bull
0: run. Yeah, I think this is it i mean i guess it was it in january right when we went from 15 to 30 but here's what's crazy about that 15 to 30 happened i want to say all in january and then it's just been flat with a slight decline and never going over 30 again for the past nine months is that right or no it hit 30 it hit 30 uh what four months ago Yeah, yeah july
1: for about a year and a half we've been in ranging from like 15 all the way up to like 30, but not really right. breaking through.
0: Yeah, I think this is big. I mean, this b- brings me back to the not just the price point, brings me back to the bear market. I mean, this is what I remember saying like, oh man, this is a great price to buy Bitcoin. 35K is a fantastic <laughs> price for me to buy in, given yeah. my previous purchases. <laughs> Earlier in this in this bull transitioning to bear market back in God, when was that? Twenty twenty one, I guess.
1: And just like that we've passed thirty five.
0: God damn. Dude, do we need to open up a Twitter spaces? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> do are we allowed to celebrate before it breaks an all time high again? Like do we celebrate at forty and fifty and sixty? Or yes. Do we take it or do we act chill? We act chill.
0: No, I think we celebrate every single K that it goes up. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, uh, Adam Back apparently is calling one hundred 100k before the havoc which is in april but i know all of our listeners knew that (laughs) but in case they didn't it's in april
1: Yeah, I've been off Twitter. But hey, here's one thing that's also interesting. If you look at the past two cycles, if you take the most dramatic like spike upwards, right, we're talking like a 10x move, it's actually three years separated. So the start of December 2017. And then if you fast forward to the start of December 2020, that's the second spike, right? We're nearing... The three year mark, start of December twenty twenty three. So is all of this cycles thing are people just off by one year? And it's cycling every three years instead?
0: Can't be, dude.
1: There's no way.
0: Well I think people anticipate the having and the and the bull run earlier and earlier every cycle because if there's anything about the average layman, the average investor who's not a real Bitcoiner, it's that they're impatient. And so if they're able to mess around with 5, 10, 50 whatever amount of $1,000 they're they're throwing around and gambling with in the markets. If they're able to not tie that money up in Bitcoin because it's not going crazy yet then they're you know they're buying these shit coins they're doing whatever they're doing with their money but now i mean the bull is here
1: yeah and now people are like, oh shit, did I wait too long? They waited I too long. I thought I would now. have I'm another week. i make
0: an extra $25 on the sale from that shit coin I bought. And now, oh, I missed the... Dude, this is about to be a $10,000 rip in one week, right? One week ago, we were at 28K. It was a little bit more than a week. You don't think that
1: we're going to reach 28K overnight?
0: 38K? Well, here's the deal, dude. October 15th. So, damn october 16th no yeah so eight days ago we were at 26 26 8 so yeah we've almost gone up 10k in eight days right and yeah i think as people see this the etfs are coming people are seeing this and thinking oh my god i don't want to be late a bull runs coming and you're already late but you're still early if you get in tomorrow, right? Because, oh, well, how long does it take you to transfer your money? When did you start your money transfer from the bank? How much are you buying, right? Really, I guess is the first question. If you're if you're buying with any sort of weight, you're waiting on a bank transfer. I think more money flows in.
1: I mean, there's nothing that attracts people like this massive green candle, this massive green lighthouse just, just pinging on a day like today.
0: The price is the ultimate signal. Yeah the price is the ultimate proof. I think the other funny thing is these people are going to be saying like, well, I just I'm, you know, they're going to get frantic. They're going to want to get off zero, just like I did when I figured it out. It's like, well, I just need a little bit, you know, what what's going on? I just need maybe their maybe their goal is a tenth of a coin. Whatever their goal is, you've got all these people <laughs> frantically rushing in to get something, and they all have their own goals. Some of them probably want to get to one. Some of them, you know, it depends on your net worth, I guess, but this is just gonna be funny. And then I th- I do think a lot of the wealthier boomers are waiting for the ETF because they don't know how to mess around. They don't want to mess around with this. It's too complicated. It's too They want to
1: get rugged by BlackRock.
0: Right. In their bones they have a deep
1: desire to get rugged.
0: <laughs> Dude, so that would be funny. I think the only way you get rugged, well, not the only way. One of the more likely ways that people will get rugged from BlackRock is if BlackRock wants to I don't know, keep their price down in order to, to get more customers to buy their ETF. And so they do something kind of like FTX did not all the fraud, but essentially they sell paper Bitcoin. So they sell people Bitcoin maybe before they've purchased it or before they've actually got, you know, it's not an immediate one-for-one trade and the price runs away on them.
1: Yeah. There's so much room for Wall Street bullshit shenanigans to catch up with these major players. It's going to be so exciting to watch some of them catch them on the chin. Like, you know, for ETFs, for example, instead of, instead of like, you think when you're buying the S&P 500 that you're buying a little bit of 500 different stocks, right? And when you pay a hundred bucks, like a thousand other people each pay a hundred bucks. And so you have a hundred thousand dollars, which means that you can buy one stock or whatever from each of those 500 companies. And then whatever you see in your account, that S&P 500, they actually have proportionally weighted each of those stocks. Dude, that's not the case at all. They have some discretion where they can select different stocks that trade correlated to the S&P 500, but it's not the actual stocks, right? So essentially they can lie to you. They can say, yes, we're holding this, And unless you read the fine print dozens of pages of size six font, you don't know that they're actually just using other correlations to to match that index. What happens when they try to do that with Bitcoin?
0: No, it's a wake up call. They're going to
1: get blown up. Oh, Imagine yeah. being like, oh, well, yeah, actually, tech stocks are highly correlated with Bitcoin. Uh oh, you really might have screwed yourself if you bought Google instead of Bitcoin, right?
0: Right. Yeah, I think that's certainly one scenario. There's, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios where this goes poorly. I think in general, Bitcoin has a completely new set of rules, and all these TradFi professionals are not, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think they're ready for it. Like you said, they're going to get. They're going to apply all their TradFi tactics and they're going to destroy themselves. The scenario, I think of that I think is likely is, you know, when I purchase S&P 500, even if they are purchasing a small portion of of all those 500 companies and allocating it to me on their books, which is what I imagine is happening. What's the delay? And I'm pretty sure it happens over a period of time, you know, monthly, maybe they look at it or weekly. It's not a, oh, this person put in an order for, you know, three shares of the S&P 500. Boom, that order went through. And then in this sort of automated system, this is what I imagine it should be in this automated system they've automatically purchased a proportionate amount of the 500 companies right so even if they're not saying oh we're going to buy other companies there's a lag in in the ownership of or the purchase of those actual other underlying shares right okay and well if you apply this with bitcoin what what, are they going to wait a day are they going to wait you have to wait 10 minutes for the transaction to be verified i just think they're going to screw it up (laughs) huge absolutely and maybe not all of them i'm sure a lot of them you know might figure it out But it only takes one to screw it up for people to start questioning whether they should trust someone else to hold their coin.
1: Dude, you know, there's going to be a lot of battles in Bitcoin, you know. And I think given that it was born out of the 2008 financial crisis... Where the banks all got bailed out for all of their risky shenanigans. Wouldn't it be so fitting if the eventual, eventually, the final death, death blow to the, to all its competitors is Bitcoin causing a bunch of banks and financial institutions to go bankrupt all on the same day?
0: It would be perfect karma
1: because I mean the the most beautiful piece of it is you know they're so used to being able to just print the money after they're done and so then they'll be in the situation where you know they they fucked up they get their board together at midnight they get ready they have they say yeah yeah you got to go grovel for the Fed for for the Treasury whatever talk to the people in New York and Washington that you have to and then the conversation that's going to happen afterwards is we don't have it we can't get it the only place that we could find that Bitcoin is if we went out and tried to get the Bitcoin off the people, which is not going to happen.
0: Or you can pay more for it.
1: Yeah. Or you can pay 10 times the price right now
0: god it's beautiful
1: that's not going to happen though because they're used to just doubling down every single time right like they went bankrupt okay now what do they do they take riskier bets and double down even harder and they'll probably just buy a bunch of bitcoin by printing a whole ton of money so they'll never actually go bankrupt so there's that
0: yeah but that'll drive the price up i mean that's the whole thesis is yeah they're going to print infinite money and try and purchase bitcoin with it yeah i
1: wouldn't wouldn't even say that's like the death or the decisive victory that Bitcoin needs. That's like the other side accepting surrender and joining forces, right?
0: Right. Well, the crazy part will be, you know, these entities, either the banks or the government doing that, printing money and buying Bitcoin and not telling people like, oh, actually, yeah, we've been just printing fake money and buying Bitcoin. And eventually people will realize like, hold on, you know, I don't think I want to sell for this cash because it keeps on going up at this point. Why does that happen? Oh, they've been printing money to buy it and it drove the price insane. But some people are going to be selling, right? For every buyer that's able to buy Bitcoin, you have a seller. Yeah, And eventually it'll come out. I I don't imagine they'll say it right away. Oh yeah, we're printing money to buy Bitcoin because then you wouldn't be able to do it. People are going to find out and be pissed. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, you should be pissed.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: It's just weird to me because I think I, I've always thought that the next massive Bitcoin move <clears throat> was gonna occur when it's in line with the macro environment, right? Like the last time that we saw this saw a huge pump was uh with COVID and with all the stimulus spending right afterwards, where the price got way compressed down to like three thousand and then when things rallied, it was the first to rally and the most explosive and shot up to like six. And so it just seems to me surprising because I don't think that anything really bullish macroeconomically has happened, has it?
0: No, it's the opposite. Stocks are down a lot. S&P 500 this past week is down, I want to say like 3 three or 4%, which is a lot for an index like that. I don't know. It seems as though... I used to hold the same belief you do, where like, yeah, macroeconomics needs to go up and that'll cause Bitcoin to go up. You know, what's gonna happen if the op if the macro environment is, you know, trending downward, is Bitcoin still gonna have its bull run? This was a big question of mine. But with Larry Fink from BlackRock coming out and saying he likes And some of these gold bugs also coming out and saying, yeah, you know, I like gold. I like Bitcoin. I like Bitcoin as a store of value. I like Bitcoin for the same reason I like gold. And I want some to protect against a downturn in the economy. I know we say it, but when fund managers are saying it, it, it's a little different. Carries more weight in the sense that they've got more money. (laughs) They're managing a lot of money. And slightly more influence. Right. And so yeah, I think we might be starting to see the beginning of that kind of behavior and people actually accept it for that purpose. I've said it before that, you know, I don't think it's really a hedge against inflation because the adoption rate is so low, right? I mean, you've got insane volatility. It's not correlated to inflation, it's not correlated to the market inversely correlated to the market, you know, downturn. Like we want to say it it is and should be as a hedge, but that's just because it's an immature asset that's not adopted. And so it's the swings of adoption impact the price far more more than any inflationary pressure. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, maybe it, it is adopting that uh, that role. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but to the adoption narrative is, do you feel like Bitcoin is being adopted more right
0: now? Because I don't feel like it's that hot right now. I guess it depends who you're talking to. Yeah, I don't have a lot of data a few people that I know that have talked about it, uh, they say they, you know, um, I'm not trying to out anyone here. <laughs> people I know that have not purchased want, want to get in. And yes, they're around people that are saying like, you're insane for not owning any. You're like, what are you doing? You're going to miss the boat. You're never going to be able to buy it. You're never going to get to one. Those people are saying and taking action, not just saying to buy, to buy some coin. And I think that's, yeah, I don't think that's just limited to a few people that I know. I think that's happening all over the world. Yeah. I mean, do you have anyone that you know that's doing that?
1: Well, to me, it just, it doesn't seem like adoption is is that hot right now. It doesn't seem like I see a lot of people going to Bitcoin. And normally the price goes first, right? Like the price goes up and then adoption goes up. I wonder if it has anything to do with the wartime stuff going on as well too, you know?
0: What effect do you think that would have?
1: I just expect that the more international uncertainty there is, the better environment that it is for Bitcoin compared to other assets, other traditional assets. You don't see that.
0: I do, but I I don't think anyone else in society sees that maybe. I don't think like a normie would see that. I think we see that. I guess, yeah, when we talk about why are normies adopting it or why do they want some, the biggest narrative I can think of that they're actually picking up on is what these larger managers are saying which is it's a hedge against you know it's a store of value and it's worth getting a little bit and yeah there's a big difference between the insane bitcoiners who go all in and a boomer who's like all right i want to allocate one or two percent of my portfolio to this
1: yeah God, it's flirting with 35 again
0: yeah i mean the more the more it goes up the more it recovers from 15 all those people that say oh bitcoin's dead bitcoin was dead back when it was at 15 you have to question your assumptions at this point i mean this is how it works right it happened the same way for me. I saw the first time I ever paid attention to it, I saw a bull run. And I was like, oh, whatever. It's a scam, tulip mania, all the, you know, greater fool theory, every single thing that every idiot ever says. Why wouldn't you just control copy and control paste, you know, and create more Bitcoin? (laughs) That's what yeah. I thought. I was yeah. like, I can just make another image of a Bitcoin. <laughs> I had no idea what it was the first time. And I think a lot of people say that. And then when the price tanks, everyone says, yep, I was right. Boom. Everything I thought I knew confirmed. I'm a genius. It's only when it starts going back up like this that people question their assumptions. And yeah, 15 to 30K does a lot, 30 to 35K does a lot.
1: I still think that the more that it chops up and down, the less likely it is to get fundamental investors, right? Like you compare Bitcoin, make a make a more volatile version of Bitcoin where it's just constantly every day, it's up, up or down 10K, right? Compare that to if Bitcoin actually had a much smoother arc and just consistently got 25% per year or whatever. Obviously, more fundamental investors would prefer the latter, right?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So really, volatility is just increasing the degenerates to fundamental investor ratio in the Bitcoin.
0: I agree with that. But you've also got, I mean, the degenerates can only be degenerate so long as they've got money or coin to be degenerate with. And they are losing their coin as a whole, right? Like maybe some, there's some winners and some losers. More are losing than are winning, I think it would be fair to say. And because if you have any institutional, not institutional, any fundamental investors coming in, they are buying the coin from these traders and holding it and as long as they don't capitulate at 15k shout out to bitcoin tina who did that oh god
1: dang that hurts
0: then these traders can't win i think the other thing we're going to see happen is it is going to smooth out right as adoption increases volatility decreases as the asset matures as more money comes in as the market cap increases the fluctuations decrease the volatility decreases for sure And I think we've already seen that um, just based on previous previous cycles compared to this most recent one. No, I agree with that. Yeah, it was only a dip this time. It was only a dip of 80%, 85%, whereas normally it's 92% dip.
1: Yeah, next time it's only going to be a dip of of 80%. (laughs) Lose four-fifths of your wealth. (laughs) I just think there's so much information asymmetry between someone that understands the basic workings of Bitcoin and someone that doesn't, right? Like when you understand what Bitcoin is, if you just think uh, Bitcoin internet money, compare that to someone who understands the basic principles, the fact that there's only 21 million, the fact that you can't just arbitrarily steal it, the fact that you can't arbitrarily send it to anybody, the fact that the chain can't just be, the rules and chain can't can't just be arbitrarily rewritten. There's such an information gap. I don't think there's anything on this planet that has an information gap like
0: this. Yeah, no, you're right. You know what it makes me think about is so many people are just stuck, I think, you know, super busy all the time working and stressed out, you know, oh, then I got to take care of my family, I I have to figure out meals, I have to do my budgeting, I don't have money for rent, just the day-to-day crap that people have to deal with, and then the moment they get some time off, dude, they don't wanna they don't wanna learn about Bitcoin. They don't wanna read the fundamentals or watch a YouTube video discussing the fundamentals to understand what the hell this is. Like they wanna relax. They wanna have yeah. a beer. They wanna watch some Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, and it I mean It's too bad because they are the ones that that need it the most. I think the people that are in situations like that, they are the ones that need to understand Bitcoin. It can help them the most versus, I guess, the people that are kind of living a more relaxed life. They're not super stressed because they're not living paycheck to paycheck or they're not They're just not overwhelmed with their slave job, whatever it is, whatever the situation is. They've got time to, oh, well, let me look this up. They're probably doing it at work. Right. Oh, wow. Let me read this article. Oh, that's crazy. Let me let me go through this, this rabbit hole on YouTube and, and learn more or on Google. So yeah, I think there is a wealth of knowledge, like you're saying, that that creates this gap from people who get it and people who don't. That's why, I I mean, I've tried to use this line on people and it doesn't really work. But I would say you might want to learn a little something about the thing you spend your entire life working for instead of just spending your entire life working for it. What is money, right? Learn about money.
1: Yeah, it's so sad because people will kill themselves with work to obtain the money, but it's never the money that they're after, right? It's always like the the goods you can buy with it. Money is a means to an end, whether that's like more time, more vacations, uh house, time with your family, whatever. And then that's dude, that's why I just think it's so insidious. The fact that it's being just rugged from underneath of them slowly. That's why the inflation thing it, it's so horrible is because it's exactly the people that don't have time or the desire to learn about money and question inflation and things like that. Those are the people that are most likely to get sucker punched by it.
0: I mean, if I was printing the money, I would, I would want to make sure no one has any time to do anything also
1: well yeah i'd keep it pretty quiet right. all right here's a, a short tweet from yesterday i believe big money is about to flow into bitcoin and crypto if the conflict in israel deepens even slightly the u.s will be compelled to print money like crazy currently aid to israel is provided through bonds by the treasury but soon the central bank will engage in quantitative easing. any veracity to that you think that this could be stoked on by conflict by current events by by something that we don't know yet i mean this is a suspicion green candle this thing's flying up
0: i actually am suspicious of a tweet like that and i think that's a cover for like having who tweeted that
1: some random
0: dude jimmy boss J- random jimmy, jimmy boss yeah. a random-
1: he said crypto in it so i don't think that he's I don't think he's a pleb, no. I would say no.
0: How many followers does he have, dude? Not is even he Connected that in like L.A. area. Like, is he connected in D.C.? What are, we, what are we?
1: I didn't care about who was posting it. I was more so looking at the point.
0: I know, I know, but the point I, it depends on who's posting it right so here's the point i'm getting at
1: he's a nobody he's a crypto influencer
0: okay well if it's depending who it is if he actually has some inside information about oh you know this large institutional investor is going to start purchasing where they've got the okay you know to send in these funds they're going to say something stupid like "Mm, if there is you know if the conflict overseas gets worse yeah price is going to go up because of all the debt and then it looks like he's right and it looks like he made a call meanwhile he just had inside information, But he also did it without outing himself for having insider information. That's, well, that's why I was asking who he is.
1: That's a great point. In a world where you have such stark differences between the insiders and the outsiders, you can't trust anybody that has a lucky guess like that, right? Because they could just have access to the inside information. Right. Because the whole world is just betting on what the Fed and the Treasury do.
0: Well, yeah, it goes back to like the BlackRock ETF approval. Dude, I was convinced. I know it came out like, oh, that's just a rumor. That's just a rumor. It was like, how funny would this be? Like if it's a rumor, but it's a true rumor and, oh, well now we've got to push it back because we don't want people to know that the rumor got out yeah so we'll we'll delay the approval the official publication of this into another week or something i don't know maybe right. i'm totally paranoid and crazy but i mean that's my first thought when people talk about something like that. Is like yeah inside information leaked and people started buying and someone published something and then it's a big deal because you're not supposed to tell anyone yet right you're supposed to buy quietly <laughs> Right all right're well,
1: we're, we're sitting here at thirty four thousand seven hundred. I think overnight there's a chance we get to 40. i I don't even want to know what's what we'll be at by lunchtime tomorrow.
0: Are you going to be able to sleep?
1: I don't know if I'm even going to work tomorrow. I might just <laughs> I, might, I might just watch the price like a damn monkey, just watching the
0: green and red lines. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I'm probably gonna anytime I wake up in the night, I'm checking the price. I'm not gonna sometimes I'll check the time, like, oh, should I sleep a little bit longer? Mm, how much time do I have? No, no, no. I'm awake. Let me just let me just check the price.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's a Bitcoiner out there that
0: literally all they do is watch the
1: price? Like, yeah, like I think they that's probably no- their job. They have Bitcoin that they've staked their entire life's future on Bitcoin and they just watch it.
0: Yeah, I think they're pulling the Michael Burry from the big shorts, just like throwing a basketball in a little door hoop (laughs) and and looking at the price on their big monitor. Hell yeah. All right, boys. All right. Peace. Later.